Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include origination units, my interview with True's Richard Greaser on the latest verification solutions and how lenders can combat fraud, and digesting the Fed's favorite inflation figure. Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, Calc. Given that rates are about as high as they've been in decades, how can homeowners be convinced to move into a new home? With the trade-in mortgage powered by Calc, homeowners can buy before they sell, make non-contingent offers, and tap their home equity to fund the down payment on their next home. The result? Lenders help their clients negotiate a lower purchase price, reduce their interest payments, and eliminate PMI. A few years ago, a good originator could do 10 to 20 loans per month. Now, it is rumored that 80% of volume is being done by 40% of originators, and lenders have instituted minimum production numbers. If you're not funding two loans per month, we're going to let you find success elsewhere. Diving into 2023's production via NMLS, looking at 234,000 records, Ingenious found that only 24% of originators did 24 units or more. 30% did 18 or more units, 40% did 12 or more units, and 60% did 5 or more units. Has the norm changed? Certainly, a portion of marketing has shifted to people under the age of 40, and mortgages with millennials with Kristen Messerly and Robbie Chrisman, hey, that's me, is on tomorrow talking about overlooked strategies to win with millennials at 1 p.m. Eastern. We'll be joined by Melissa Langdale of the Mortgage Collaborative and Joe Soto, the top producer and first home IQ ambassador. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome onto the show Truve's Richard Greaser to talk about the latest verification solutions and how lenders can combat fraud. With nearly 20 years in B2B marketing, including at several startups and larger companies such as Snapfish, he specializes in building predictable revenue by leveraging the power of data. His approach has set the standard for SaaS technology marketing. You and I, I actually had the pleasure of spending some time with you at the IMB in New Orleans. And actually, one of the takeaways I had, you were talking about podcasts, and one of the most interesting podcasts you told me you'd ever listened to was about a man who perpetrated fraud against the mortgage industry. And I, I guess, you know, my mind kind of went to, isn't it amazing how profitable it is for fraudsters to enact fraud against this industry? And then also how these criminals, they continue to become more and more sophisticated. So companies need to increasingly find ways to combat these activities. What, what's kind of your takeaway from all this? Well, Robbie, first of all, it was great uh, seeing you at the conference. That was a really good time. We had some uh, really good friendships, really good meetings. It was just a great time. Um, but the podcast that you're referring to is called the Max Fridman uh, Podcast. And uh, you're referring to Matthew Cox. Um, he was, I mean, if you're, if you were in mortgage lending from, um, you know, 2000 to 2008, you knew Matthew Cox because he was like number one on the FBI most wanted list. And, uh, you know, he just, he come, this podcast is really interesting because it's just him get for five hours being interviewed and just detailing everything that he did for mortgage fraud. If you're just give it a listen, listen to it on your morning workout. But, um, you know, since 2008, Dodd-Frank and a lot of the regulations that came out, uh, the type of fraud that um, that he was perpetrating became a lot harder to do. Um, not that it's gone uh, at all, but, um, you know, our little piece of 
um, the the lending operations. You know, Trub does income, employment verifications, um, asset and insurance verifications as well. Um, um, that little piece is done through con- a consumer permissioned pathway where the consumer is logging into their payroll provider and verifying, and it removes the ability for you know some of these. Uh, fraudulent mortgage brokers or in, or just perpetrators in the industry uh, to do a lot of the type of things that Matthew Cox was doing. So uh, let's talk about Truve because like you said, they're, you're kind of a new player on the block, but you're making waves and, and people are starting to take notice. Uh, what is the latest from Truve? Uh, you know, you, you had mentioned to me Fannie Day One Certainty. You're a ready approved AIM service provider. Uh, what's going on over there? So Truve is starting to get a lot of traction right now in the market. Um, we're, we're signing up a lot of lenders very rapidly. You know, the rocket ship's really taken off. And the reason is, um, you know, everybody knows the work number. They're the big player in the space, uh, kind of the monopoly historically. And they've been raising prices year over year. And, you know, at, at this IMB conference in New Orleans, the theme for the conference was repurchase, uh, the cost, increasing costs, like the, the increasing repurchases, the uh, increasing costs for verifications and credit. I mean, uh, you know, as of December 31st, 2024, the cost for um, a credit poll has gone just through the roof. A lot of IMBs are really freaked out about it. And it's all, it's doing this at a time where IMBs are already crunched, right? Like volumes down. This is not, it's just it's to- very tone diff. And that's kind of what all the IMBs are saying uh, very unanimous, yeah, unanimously. Uh, and then the verification piece, that's our world. Um, you know what we're we're getting so much attention is that we're saving eighty percent for lenders over their verification costs. That's a big deal. I mean, like for our smaller, medium-sized lenders, the amount of money we're saving is the cost of a full-time employee, and in this world, that's that keeps somebody employed. So uh, it's a really big deal. It's why it's why um, our clients and customers love us. And then usually, you know, the cost savings what's get is what why everybody wants to talk to us. And the uh, um, second question you usually hear is, well, does it work as well as my current ver- verification solution? And the answer is, uh, yeah, yeah, we perform our conversion performs just as good as your current verifications, and if not better, you know, some of our clients get as high as 60, 70% uh, conversion. And, you know, there's the average kind of in the middle around like 40s and 50s. So um, what I'd say is, um, if you're interested in learning more about Truve, you know, reach out to us, happy to walk you through and talk to you and even show you it, how it works with your, uh, whatever LOS and POS you use. You're asking all my questions for me, man. You're, you can be the host <laughs> of this podcast. So I, I did want to ask you, you know, it's costs are up and it's a, it's a big point of chatter, whether it's credit, whether it's verification, how is Truve actually reducing, uh, the verification costs at least? I would imagine most of the IMBs listening to the podcast are pretty familiar with the work number. But maybe they're not familiar with why the costs are um, expensive. You know, there's a couple middlemen that are involved in selling the consumer's data back to the consumer, uh, and, and Truve is uh, removing that uh, those middlemen and essentially just creating a bridge that goes directly from the borrower to their payroll provider. And um, it's a consumer permissioned open finance platform. Very slick. It takes a couple seconds for the borrower to log into their payroll provider. And, um, you know, we have about 92% of the U.S. workforce covered. So one or two seconds, you log in, it pulls all your W-2s, pulls all your pay stubs, all your employment income information in the, in the same format that you're used to seeing 
you know, with the work number. And so this, I hear loan officers don't love change. Um, you know, it keeps it in the same format and we can deliver it, you know, um, directly to the LOS POS, deliver it in a JSON package that's technical to whatever platform of choice that you use. And then you also mentioned 60 to 70% conversion rate. How good is your product? Or at the very least, why is it better than what lenders are currently using? Well, I mean, don't quote me on the 60 to 70 only because those are the lenders that really care about conversion rate. If you really, really do care, you can optimize your conversion with truth. Um, that's like on the better side. And so uh, when you optimize it, you can precede truth, which is really cool. You can precede it with all like the type of employers that you tend to sell loans to, right, for your borrowers. So if you have a lot of borrowers that are, let's say, are employed by the government or or employed by uh, Walmart, you know, you can make sure that those uh, employers come up first in the in the routing. I also think that um, it just is. This is just general fact, right? For all mortgage lenders, you're going to have higher conversions in your sales funnel um, if you have a higher quality intent. I, when I say higher quality, I mean higher intent borrower. Um, you know, a lot of folks are buying really poor quality leads will have lower conversions. I mean, I think that's just the nature of the game and it doesn't really matter what you're doing. Um, so yeah, that's how I answered. I would say, you know, the, the better, the people with the higher uh, quality, higher intent traffic are going to have higher conversions. And, uh, the folks who really do care about making sure their conversions are as high as possible. And I think that's a very reasonable and responsible thing to be doing as an operations leader. Um, can precede truth and uh, continually improve it so you can get your conversions up towards those, you know, 50, 60, 70 percentile. So we've mentioned New Orleans IMB a couple times here, and Truve actually had a booth in the exhibition hall there, which was cool to see and stop by and talk to some of your employees like you and Kirill. Uh, and you're on this podcast. I want to ask you, though, kind of generally speaking, how are you putting yourself in front of lenders or how can we help get you in front of more lenders? You know what I think? I think that this industry is built on relationships and trust. I mean, it's the one thing I tell people coming into mortgage that I've learned. Before, you know, before True, I was at Trust Engine, Sales Boomerang, and Mortgage Coach. And, you know, those are great brands. Um, and I think that a lot of the folks in that I've learned in mortgage lending, they usually trust their peers more than they trust some new tech vendor on the scene, right? Um, and so... Um, you know, we've got some really, really great clients and they, they really love us. So, um, you know, what I like to do is just partner with them on thought leadership. And, you know, I don't even have to ever ask. And they, they usually just volunteer up talking about how much they love True. That's That has been the best thing that we can, I, I've done in my role as head of marketing. That's awesome to hear. And fi finally, before I let you go, I kind of want to bring it all together and ask you a holistic question in a sense. Why should lenders care about this? Why should lenders care about what we've talked about today? Oh, man. I mean, you know, I, I think really what I nailed earlier on when I was um, pointing out just the cost that you could be saving right now, saving right now, um, you just have to do it, right? I mean, the industry is evolving. IMBs, I, like I, my heart's out for you. You know, you're in a really tough spot uh, right now, I, we all know it's going to get better and we're, uh, right on the verge of, of getting to that place, but we're not there yet. And so I just think it's your, it's, it's your duty to make sure you're running as lean as, and as efficient as possible. And, uh, you know, I think true is the answer for, for helping, uh, for the verification space and we can help with the entire waterfall. So, um, at least that part of the business, we can definitely help you. And then we, our vision for the future 
you know, is to really just you know, make the the entire loan origina- origination process much more efficient for both the lender and for the borrower. So, um, you know, we're we're your partner. Reach out to us, get on board, and let's have a let's have a great future together. Let's let's build this industry. I think the uh, the mortgage lending industry is ripe for innovation, and uh, True is helping do that right now. Very well put, Richard. I enjoyed the time today. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you, Robbie. That was great. Last week closed with economic growth in the fourth quarter beating forecasts as gross domestic product increased 2.5% for the year. Importantly, the PCE price index, the inflation number that matters most to the Fed, rose 0.2% month over month, as did the core rate, which excludes food and energy. Trends in annual inflation numbers continue to move lower and now sit at an almost three-year low, even with strong holiday spending. That inflation report kept a year that began with economic experts warning the public of a guaranteed American recession. But inflation retreated at a much faster rate than the Fed anticipated, all while a robust job market kept driving consumer spending. The most recent data has led to more optimism that the economy can power through the Fed's efforts to corral inflation. This week is packed with market-moving potential, including the latest Federal Open Market Committee decision, followed by Chair Powell's press conference on Wednesday afternoon, with the quarterly refunding announcement Wednesday morning. The December jobs report will be released on Friday, where early estimates are for an increase of 178,000 in headline payrolls versus 216,000 in December. Besides payrolls, the U.S. calendar includes updates on home prices, ADP employment, productivity and unit labor costs, manufacturing PMIs with factory orders, and Michigan sentiment. Sweden's Riksbank and the Bank of England will release their latest decisions on Wednesday and Thursday morning. Today's calendar sees just one data point, the non-market-moving Dallas-fed Texas manufacturing for January, due out during the day. There are some short-duration treasury auctions, and the quarterly refunding estimate will be announced. We begin the week with agency MBS prices better by an eighth to a quarter, the 10-year yielding 4.10 after closing Friday at 4.16%, and the two-year at 4.33%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. An elderly man in Florida had owned a large farm for several years. He had a large pond in the back, fixed up nicely, with picnic tables, horseshoe courts, a volleyball court, and some apple and peach trees. The pond was properly shaped and fixed up for swimming. One evening, the old farmer decided to go down to the pond and look it over, as he hadn't been there in a while. He grabbed a five-gallon bucket to bring back some fruit. As he neared the pond, he heard voices shouting and laughing. As he came closer, he saw it was a bunch of young women skinny-dipping in his pond. He made the women aware of his presence, and they all went to the deep end. One of the women shouted to him, We're not coming out until you leave. The old man frowned. I didn't come down here to watch you ladies swim naked or make you get out of the pond naked. Holding the bucket up, he said, I'm here to feed the alligator. Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, Calc. Given that rates are about as high as they've been in decades, how can homeowners be convinced to move into a new home? With the trade and mortgage powered by Calc, homeowners can buy before they sell, make non-contingent offers, and tap their home equity to fund the down payment on their next home. The result? Lenders help clients negotiate a lower purchase price, reduce their interest payments, and eliminate PMI, 
If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.